Welcome to the Mindset Beauties podcast. We're three beauty entrepreneurs talking about life, mindset, beauty, and everything in between with your hosts, Blakely, Cheyenne, Amanda. Now let's get into the episode. Welcome to another episode of the Mindset Beauties podcast. And our topic today is about business for the new year. For the new year. So, we've talked about like New Year's resolutions and things, but we also want to talk about the new year for business. So, not like. Not just for yourself, but in any type of business. Yes. We're all in the hair, skin industry, I guess. Beauty, yeah. Beauty industry. <laughs> <laughs> but this can go. I think you can take what you want from it and make it work for your own businesses and your guys' own life as well if you're not in the same business as us. And Blakely is super, super, super good at doing this. I actually stalked her Instagram stuff (laughs) so I can learn a little bit about how I can better my business as well. So we're just going to let her take the lead on it. Yeah. And kind of talk to us about like policies and procedures and how you run yours. Okay. First, I want to start off with... If you don't have a mission statement for your business yet, that's the number one thing you have to do. Which I don't. So uh, write notes. (laughs) Create a mission statement. If you guys want to ever go look at my um, Instagram, it's Blakely Aesthetics. And I have a highlight that has business info on it. And you can look at my policies. You can look at my mission statement. All the things you have to know for my business. If you do run your own business, I think it's important to have that highlight on your page as well. So first do your mission statement, and then I think the next most important thing are your policies. So if you don't already have policies, make 2021 the year that you get them together. Um, and I'm just going to share what my policies are and what which ones I think are important um, and which ones I actually think that I need to create because I've had some, not issues, but just some things I want to create now. Um, first is and arrival and late policy. So this is anyone who arrives early or late. Make sure you have a policy in place because you don't want people showing up 15 minutes when 15 minutes early when you're still doing a service or showing up 15 ready. minutes. Yeah, or showing up 15 minutes late and <laughs> you not being able to have enough time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have a sick. Do you want me to read what they, mine are? Yeah. Okay, so for my arrival and late policy, it says, please arrive on time and no earlier than five minutes before your scheduled appointment or 15 minutes after your scheduled appointment unless otherwise specified. If you arrive more than 15 minutes late, you'll be asked to reschedule and you'll be charged the cancellation fee. And I've actually had clients tell me that part of the reason why they booked with me is because I laid out my policy so clear and my expectations so clear that there's no room really for... Like, oh, I wonder if, I, if I'm if i late, if this will happen. There's no questions. They were like, I love how I went on your page and there was no questions. And I just booked, you know. Mm-hmm. Then I have a sickness and emergencies po- um, policy. <clears throat> and it says, if you're sick, I ask that you please reschedule your appointment before coming in. If you come in sick, your appointment will be canceled and you'll be asked to reschedule. I allow a one-time last-minute cancellation for whatever reason free of charge. After that, no matter what, the no-show and cancellation policy will be enforced. So if someone just woke up late, they can use their one-time cancellation, like forgiveness, basically. 
But the next time, no matter what happens, if they don't cancel, they'll be charged a fee. I have had people have their moms call me because they were in the hospital, like to cancel their appointment. And that is just being responsible and being an adult, you know? Mm -hmm. And so there's really no excuse not to call in and cancel. Another one is cancellations and no-shows. So I have that. I asked you to please provide a 24-hour notice of cancellations in which you will not be charged. Without a 24-hour notice, you will be charged 100% of the service missed, and no further appointments will be accepted until it's paid. Um, so for me, when they book online, I have their card information so that – and I have my policies too for when they book. It says, like, they have to agree to my policies – if they cancel last minute, I will charge them the full amount of the service. And that's just my expectations. And then if they don't show up for their appointment, it'll be considered a no-show and they'll be charged 100% of the service. Again, any future appointments will require a non-refundable deposit. And then after three no-shows and day of cancellations, I will no longer accept future appointments. So that's me basically firing a client. I'm a very forgiving person. I give three chances. Some people don't do that, you know, and some people don't have the policies in place, so they let people kind of walk all over them almost. But yeah, I actually haven't had any clients do a three no show. I haven't even have to charge anyone so far because people know how serious I am about it. So they, I've had a couple of people where I give them the one-time forgiveness and then next time they make sure that they let me know if they have to do any changes. And then I have changes to your appointment as a policy. So please make any needed changes to your appointment within 24 hours of your scheduled appointment time. This includes ca cancellations, rescheduling, and adding or subtracting any services. Cancellation policy will be enforced for any services decided against during the time, um, during your appointment time. And then I have that you that some services or products may be available as an add-on during your appointment, like a lip mask or adding CBD to your facial or whatever. Those ones can be added on without a consequence. And then I have an after hours and payment policy. So for me, I said, please feel free to contact me about earlier or later appointment times and weekends, though they cannot be promised. I will require an additional $20 service fee for any appointments not during regular business hours that must be paid at the time of scheduling your appointment. And this is for me personally. You don't have to do a before and, hour, before and after hours thing. If you don't want to work, don't work, you know. And if you want to charge more, then do it. That, I just charge $20 extra. And it's only if I don't have anything going on and I want to, you know. Um, and then all other payment is to be made before or directly after the service provided and that I only accept cards, cash, and Venmo. Um, and then a valid card must be used to secure your appointment, but will not be charged until the end of the service or unless cancellation policy is being enforced. So everyone has to put a credit card or a debit card on file when they're booking, but I don't always have to use their card at the end of the, um, at the end of the appointment. It's just for cancellation purposes, unless they want to pay with that. And then I have a refund and satisfaction policy. And this says all sales and services and products are final. No refunds will be giving, given for any reason on services or products. For lash extensions, I want to make sure that you're always happy with my work. If you are at all not satisfied, you may contact me within 72 hours to discuss your concerns and see about doing a touch-up or removal because satisfaction is important to me. So if they come in, they're like, oh, I just 
don't like these lashes, um, within 72 hours, I'll do a remo removal for free or I'll see what I can do to fix it for them for free. But if they wait after that 72 hours, which I've had this before, um, they waited too long and I said, sorry, we can, we'll fix it at the fill time. And then the one that I want to add is people bringing people to the appointments. I have had a couple of people do that and I don't have a policy about it right now, so I can't really say much about it. And I think that's what I will do for 2021 is to add that policy. If you guys don't have policies in place, don't feel bad for setting the boundary now, though. Let people know, hey, I have some new policies coming up. They're going to start January 1st or whenever you decide, and they will be enforced. Here's what they are so that people kind of have noticed ahead of time. But don't feel guilty about doing it. You are a business and you have to have those policies. Every business has policies. So, and then I have, which I think it's not a policy, but I think it's helped my business a lot is doing a refer a friend program, which I know we've talked about this in the past um, because I do believe kind of word of mouth is sometimes a little bit harder to get clients. So giving someone that incentive to, if you, if you bring someone in, I'll give you a percentage off really helps. I love all of those. I don't even have policies and procedures, to be honest. So I'm definitely going to like take this and do it for the new year. I have, I mean, I think it's just good because for me, like, I feel like I have like good clients and good people and whatever, and so does everybody else. But I think it's important to still have your policies and procedures. That's just a respect of like, this is what my time is. I'm respecting your time. And then it's not any, cause then also I think it puts me on spot to do my best as well. Cause there's times that I've texted clients and say, can you come 15 minutes late? Because I'm running late and that's totally on me. But I think having my policies and procedures, I'm more likely to like schedule people out further or more appointment times so that I can um, have that time. And then I'm not putting them out as well. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. that's like them running 15 minutes late. So I can't be mad at them if I'm doing the same. And that's just like me personally, like what I thought of when you were telling me all those is it would just be good for me to have that. And it's a good time of year to do it, to be like the beginning of the new year. Like yes. people don't think much about it, you know, they're like, oh, okay. It's beginning of new year. That makes sense. So I'm going to definitely do those. Yeah. Yeah. I like, so I have, I'm like in between Cheyenne and Blakely. I haven't gone all the way and done everything like I should have, but I don't not like have anything but I think it's just a learning process in your business as mm -hmm. you go and like Cheyenne said most of her clients are good and she hasn't had to do that and not like everybody has good clients but I guess there's just different situations that are going to come up that if you've had those policies in place then you could have dealt with them better and I know that from like personal experience but as far as my procedure or policies I need to do like everything that Blakely just said um, but one thing I have done is the, like the, I give them three chances mm -hmm. and then if they don't, then they pay me half the service price. So it's also important to judge that off of what you want to do. Like if you don't want to have do the hundred percent of the service, do 75% or 50. So just base it off of what you guys want or like what's going to work best for you and your clients as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. but I think Blakely has some really good insights. Also, Blakely, where did you come up with? those like where did you follow a mentor or yes. okay so um I changed my mentor since I started my business but I've always had one for business and that's why I kind of 
seem like I know what I'm doing <laughs> when it comes to that. Um, but yes, I had a mentor who one of her things was coming up with a list of policies and gave an example. And then you just put in like what you felt your business needed. So for hers, she had the satisfaction policy on there, which I really liked. Um, but yeah, I, I got them from a mentor for sure. So I, from like a mentor to someone like me to someone like you, <laughs> it is a super necessary to have the policies in place. And if you don't know which ones that you need, just go go look at mine. And I don't care if you copy them word for word. I really don't. And I, I want to tell you guys how I made them too. It was just a little graphic that I made from Sparks Post, which is like an Adobe app on the Apple, I mean the app store. And um, that's a, a really good way to make a lot of cute little posts. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you is like how you made them. And I think a lot of it, I haven't done it is because like I started hair like six, seven years ago and nobody really had that then. Like, honestly, like, Instagram and stuff like that wasn't big. And I still don't do Instagram. But I don't think that's any excuse to, like, not do yeah. it. And I think that's kind of the way of how things are going is people see your work through Instagram. They see your policies and procedures. And how easy to be, like, my work, like my policies and procedures are online. Or you can yeah. send them a link. Or it's just so much easier that way. Or email them. I know there's so many mm -hmm. options. So, I yeah. even have – when they – when they're scheduling – it says, please review my Facebook or my Instagram under business info for my policies. And then when I accept their appointment, because I, and I book through Square. Mm -hmm. So when I accept it, I will send them a confirmation text saying, again, please review my policies. That way there's, they know exactly where your policies are. And yeah. And you've told them. Yeah. So they can't come up with the excuse that they haven't seen them. Right. And you could also um, have... Paperwork, so I think this is a really good thing, too, is to have paperwork for every single client. Mm -hmm. I do this for family, too, and they're like, why am I filling this out? I'm not going to sue you. And I'm like, I know. It's just, like, for my peace of mind to have paperwork. You can have a policies page where it has a list of them, and they're signing it they're off. Signing. Or even just, like, have it um, – I actually have a binder in my spa that just sits on the bench – no one ever opens it, but, but it has the policies in the binder too. So if they ever wanted to flip through that, it's like, it's so many places and I feel like it is so necessary. I think that's so smart because even if it is family, like you're running a business, you yeah. have to run it as a business. And that way your family knows that this isn't just a hobby for you. This is your business. Yeah. And because I think a lot of times family just kind of is like, oh, she does lashes. It's just a hobby kind of yeah. thing. So it, it just shows that you're professional. Yeah. People respect it more, too. Yeah. That definitely. You, no, I was just going to say they respect it because they're fault. Like, they know you have policies and procedures, and so they respect you more. And they're less likely to, like, walk all over you. Yeah. That's what I was going to say is, like, I think what where I struggle with in this business is that I'm a little too friendly. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, I understand, like, life happens. Well, it's hard when you're trying to build, too. Yeah. Because you're like, okay, I'll like, let you come again and again. Because you don't want to turn them away because you want that money. Yeah. And then, so I kind of just I'm very flexible and like okay I'll work this day so I think it's just different for everybody in their businesses but I definitely think we should have like a baseline of you know these are our policies and stuff like that but as far as like older clientele how do you I guess everybody has a smartphone now but I think I struggle with that a little bit with people that want to book with you in person and just have you do it versus 
them doing it? Like, what's your guys' idea on that? So I think if I were to send, if they wanted to book with me like that and they're not comfortable doing it, I will do it for them if I have to, but I still need to get all of their information and put it into my system and it will still send them that confirmation text or the email, it sends an email too. Um, And then you can send them pictures of your policies. But I mean, I haven't had to deal with this, but I think that's how I would deal with it if I had to, if if they're super against getting online and doing it themselves. And, or like you said, have maybe a binder that when they come in, they sign it like the one time showing your policies and procedures. So like beginning of the new year, have that in a binder. And then so when your older clientele come in, they can just see that, sign it, say, hey, I have new policies and procedures where they don't do things online. They just sign it there and then they just know. Um, maybe that, if, they're not, if they don't do anything technology-wise. Yeah, hand them a card with all your new or policies. Yeah, have a, hand them a card. That would be a good idea. You can get them. Um, I usually use Vistaprint, but you can get them from a ton of companies like that where they'll put your policies or anything on a like a card stock for you mm-hmm. that you can hand so that they have a physical copy of it or just print it out on a paper you yeah. don't have to be super fancy yeah and I think yeah as far as scheduling I definitely still they call or text me I don't do like I have the square I only really use it for appointments so that's something new I want to do for the new year is have them make appointments too so then I can have my business hours more set but I think for older clientele that don't use that, yeah, maybe just kind of stick to more like paper or what they feel comfortable with. But I think a lot of it is going more technical. Yeah, like I they'll be everybody... able to, but maybe just if you just have them sign it in person and then that's it. You know what I mean? Because usually I feel like older clientele though too are really good at other appointments. Yeah. Because yeah. they know that like they can't just send you a text or something. They'll like call you or you know what I mean? I feel yeah. like they're less likely to miss their appointments because they are better about, that's just how it is. So, I don't know, that one is kind of hard, but I would just maybe keep it in person. Yeah. Just tell them in person and have them sign. And I know for me, when I have clients, they don't always book themselves through Square. Sometimes at their last appointment, I'll be like, hey, when do you want to book next? And I will just go ahead and do it, and then I will send them their confirmation. Oh, so yeah. everything, if they do it just one time, if you can, like, show your older client how to book one time, then you really could do it yourself because you'll already have all of their information on there, and it'll be so easy to be like, okay, reschedule their appointment for two, three weeks from now, whenever it is. Right. Yeah, that's true. I think that's good. Yeah. And then I want to talk about um, the paperwork that I had mentioned Policies, that would be a good form of paper. Another one will be a consent form. So I feel like it is important to have someone. We learned this in school too. Every single client should always be signing a consent form. If they are like a facial client, then it should be like a consultation form. And then I have a personal service sheet that goes over what services that they did and then it, at the bottom of it, they have to sign it every time they come in. And at the bottom of it, it tells them like ways that they could save and win and refer a friend or shout me out or whatever for $5 off or whatever you want to do. Um, yeah, I I think it's, it's really important for people to know, like take you seriously and know that you're protecting yourself with when you have policies and you have paperwork. And I think that's the, the main goal of this is to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it's pretty rare when you do have people upset. I think just as a business owner, you're, I mean, you're always going to be like the best you can be, you know? Yeah. So it is pretty rare that you have people upset, 
but it is for mainly for those people who are get, getting upset. Yeah. And then it's just good to know as a new client yeah. that they have policies and procedures and they mm-hmm. take themselves seriously. Exactly. It will show them too if they ever go to another esthetician and they don't have something to sign, they're like, oh, this lady kind of took it a, like, a little bit more seriously, it felt mm-hmm. like. You know, maybe that's not always the case, but that is kind of how it seems from a client perspective. Mm-hmm. And then I think it's good, too, for you personally as a business owner. And this is for services, the, the the sheets and everything. But you can write on the back, like, what things that they had done. That way, you every time that they come in, you know exactly yeah. what they had done for to change the next time or the, to keep the same. Because we do lashes all day, every day. Sometimes it's right. hard to remember, oh, yeah, I did the CC curl on them, D curl on them. But anyway, just writing down specifically what you did, mm-hmm. I think is very helpful. And all of this is like something that you just have to do once, really. Yeah. Which is nice. Like, it kind of seems a little overwhelming for me anyway, because I'm like, okay, you got to do all of it right now. But then it's already just going to be done, and they just have to sign once. Or exactly. they just, you know what I mean? Or you're already just telling them to look at it like they know where it is. It's already saved for you. It's not like you're. this is something you have to do every month. Yeah. It's just like you do it the one time. You, you can, like, adjust here and there, but... It's really just a one-time thing, so you're not, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not something overwhelming for them, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. And I know it can sound overwhelming, so just start with one thing, and if that's writing your mission statement or writing your policies, get that done out of the way. If you've already have those, then do the paperwork thing. You don't have to to feel overwhelmed. I think, like, the number one thing that I've learned from this is just having our time being respected Mm -hmm. from the business owner side of things and then also as a client as well. So, yeah, I think it's all great. I've honestly, like, learned a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's a learning so, experience yeah, for it's everybody. A, yeah, it's a huge learning experience and something that I need to, like, do and implement. And that's how we have to do it in business anyway. Like, as years go on, like, we're always going to have to, like, reevaluate our business. And exactly. If we want things different, we have to do things different. Yeah. We can't just keep doing the same thing we've been doing if we want a different result. Exactly. And I have those policies that I had. I actually have updated those. That's my second time updating them mm-hmm. because I will learn something new. Yeah. Like, I used to not charge 100%. I, at the same time, I've never had a charge for a no-show. But I used to only do 50% of the service. And then I thought, well... They booked out a time that like and a commitment and like it's gonna be hard to kind of fill that time, right? Right. So in my opinion, they should be charged a hundred percent. But that's my personal like how I feel like I wanna run my business. But I ch- have changed those. So don't be afraid to change whatever, reevaluate whatever for your business for it to grow and be more successful and if you have any questions ever about anything in business, I mean, I don't know it all. Like I said, I still have a mentor and I am willing to help you guys and give you yeah. my little tidbits that I've learned because I've learned so much. Well, that's like part of doing the podcast too, is like we're exactly. just trying to give ideas and things we do. Yes. And just so that maybe that will help you a little bit. Exactly. With everything with business, with life, with beauty, with, with mindset. Mindset, <laughs> with relationships, with literally everything. We're just giving you our little tidbits. Mm-hmm. So if you guys find something from this today, um, just go ahead and screen record and add it to your stories, tag us, and we would just love to see it. Yeah. And then should we do a challenge? Yeah, challenge. Like, I would, 
yeah, what do you guys think? My personal challenge is going to be getting my policies and everything set up for the new year. Yeah. That is too. like what I need to work on. Yeah. So I would challenge you to challenge yourself to get that done. You know what I mean? Or to just think of like how you can set yourself up for that. Yeah. So. I think my mine would be, yeah, I need to add to my policies. Yeah. And I already have so many, I want, but I'm going to add to them. And yeah. it's it's fine if you have multiple ones. Mm-hmm. Well, because you've learned what you need to add. So. Exactly. All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed this and we hope you have a good day. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you so much for listening. We would love it if you were to leave a review, like, and subscribe. If you got anything from today, please share on your social media and tag us. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, we We are are the Mindset Mindset Beauties. And then, well, don't forget all the lovely things we plan to do today. Come on. Come on.